On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Good day, mates. Good day, mates. I, did, I bet you that was horrible. I bet no you I worries. just did the worst Australian accent known to man. Now we got Don't the beautiful... let Aaron listen to this yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. Aaron would really probably like just <laughs> shame me. We got the beautiful Jenny as always. And, and, Hi, everybody. And Matt is out like doing this other show because he's too cool for us. And then we got Zach. But Zach is holding strong with us. Yes, yes he is. still here. Oh my gosh, this new camera is way too close to me. <laughs> oh wait, put it up. Put uh, it up yeah, so, for so people on. on YouTube can see. I, I can make that up. Okay, well I'm on I'm, I'm on screen on YouTube. Uh, let me get it on, let me get it on screen for you guys in there. Man, I'm juggling. See, if I had Matt here. Yeah, you see, this, you're trying. You have to do all it all. But see, yeah, you're you're, you're so I'm, good. Oh, there he is on the oh screen. Oh yes, oh, that's oh, way look too at, much. That is hilarious. I like it. I like the denim today. It's <laughs> such a good in, in like case, profesh cash look. Thank you. In case you all forget that we we all of the shows are video recorded as well, so they're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and and things of that nature. If you ever want to like watch it and instead of listen, I mean, I'm still a listening podcast guy like i because i listen when i drive and i run oh, I think around most I, people are yeah i do all that i still do but we got it on video in case you you want it and we obviously um jenny and i are still jet lagged and not realizing what type of sleep we can get right now because we just got back from australia and coming back with the time change and the everything it just is the struggle is so real uh, yes um but really i mean who can complain when they got to go to australia yeah, we, were, we, we really australia. should not be complaining about any of that um it was an amazing trip a very long what 16 hour flight um and then brighton uh has been waking up at 5 30 the last the, the one day <laughs> that cha- we've been home yeah. the one hour time change <laughs> has been getting to her so mom and daddy have been really worn out mm-hmm. anyway well, it's third time segment to we'll talk more about australia I'll give you all some updates about how the trip went yeah and all that. yeah i mean overall we're just so thankful to have been able to go that's the truth yeah it was fun funny story we're also talking about australia in the second segment so or australia daylight savings time the second segment. Oh, perfect had I, had I not blown that segue that would have been fantastic <laughs> you did not blow it you <laughs> saved it thank you and all we right. may have a funny food challenge in the third segment here that um jenny and, and zach may do well, I, you know i have a camera for that is it worth cutting to now or should i wait oh yeah sure i think show people okay what yeah, we're that's, gonna that's oh, what's going there on it there it is <laughs> vegemite you guys vegemite a big australian food there I'm so not, they're gonna eat it i don't know what's in vegemite but i can't wait to try it so i can't wait me. to watch y'all try it thank you <laughs> he's Very already so. out but it's fine because he was a real champion and tried to you know 
like fake Nothing. sushi the other day. So. Come on, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was one of one one of my favorite bits we've done in a long time on Second Shot. We do a lot of good bits. Like the, the sushi <laughs> thing was great. Uh, so we should talk about this first headline. Yes. Uh, this is actually very topical for the show. I know a lot of our stuff often is kind of weird news. This one. Uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's running on TVs outside right now. Uh, the U.S. charges dozens of parents and coaches in a massive college admissions scandal. Federal officials have charged dozens of well-heeled parents, including actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Lalon, in what the Justice Department says was a multi-million dollar scheme to cheat college admission standards. The parents allegedly paid a consultant who then fabricated academic and athletic credentials and arranged bribes to help get their children into prestigious universities. This goes across the board. Fake test scores, fake credentials, fake photographs, bribed officials. These are getting into schools like Harvard and, and well, Yale and Stanford. I shouldn't say Harvard. I'm not sure if that's outlined in here. This doesn't just stop at money. This went as far as pulling stock photos off the internet and photoshopping people's faces onto them. Like, this was... This is a big This is a big one. The like memes this, are flying. The memes are <laughs> flying. The memes yes. are real. They are real. It's very true. So, I just... Looking at this, uh, you guys sent this over... More well, than three dozen people have been. Con- I, what, what, I mean, what first of all, hashtag Aunt Becky, um, hashtag Annette Scavo, or was it Lynette Scavo? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, Aunt Becky, babe? No. Who's was that? that not her name? Who? Oh my gosh, do you not know either? Oh, from Full House. Yes, from yes, Full House. You're right. That's her. Yes, yeah. I don't she know was a broadcaster. I, I idolized yeah. her. She hosted Wake Up San Francisco. Oh yeah, on on Full House. Yes, that's on right. Full House. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I think her name was Lynette Scavo, the other um, one who's uh, you know facing accusations with regard to this case. I don't know her as well, but I know I know Bam Becky. Desperate yeah, Housewives. Definitely. Yeah. There's, I mean. <laughs> The second shots on here are abundant. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and the thoughts on it all are just, I mean, it's amazing what what, what people will do and, and the links they go to. But I, when I thought about this, I thought about the second shot of when you're leading people and or raising your kids, right? So I'll, I'll stick with the leading your mm-hmm. people part of it, okay, is when you're, when you're leading your people and you're doing things – it is um, real easy if you were the boss and stuff to, and, and, and somebody questions something, you go, because I said so, right? Mm-hmm. And you go, um, well, that's just my right. But understand something, like if, if people don't understand and know and figure out the knowledge and figure out things on their own, then they're never gonna, it's never going to be sustained knowledge growth, right? So you can um, tell your kids not to smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Because you said so, and they're probably going to still do it. Now, if you well, spend, I mean, I mean, a lot some. of kids, a lot of kids are still going to try. It, okay? <laughs> okay, not my child. But, but mm. if you, but if you spend more time instead of saying no, like educating them, letting them see all of the harmful things that can happen, and 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 all the downsides and all that, to where, um, you know, they can figure out that they want, they don't want to smoke cigarettes on their own themselves. They're that's going to stick more than you just saying no. Right, I mean, when they truly believe something themselves, and so this story makes me think about how these parents and stuff skip the um, uh, part of 
work that the kids have to do to try to get into things and doing it. And it's just setting them up for life that they're going to think that's how it is. And so when you're leading your people and they come to you with a question or something and you just give them an answer versus helping them figure out how to find that answer on their own, you're giving them sustained knowledge. And a lot of leaders I will talk to will be like they'll they'll get in the spot as they're growing real fast or, or whatnot. And they're going, I'm just running out of time. I'm getting overwhelmed. I've got so much coming my way. That, tend, that usually makes me believe that they're not doing a good job at helping people understand how and why they do their jobs and giving them um, the ability to learn how to do it better versus just telling them what to do. You know, so that way then, the second time, if you keep just giving an answer or do it for them as a boss, they're going to keep coming back with it, right? But if you take the extra time, which does take a little more time, which is actually coaching them, guiding them, walking them through on how to figure out that answer on their own, then they don't come back that second and third time on that same thing. And that's how you get that's how you, you get yourself from being overwhelmed in those areas. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a time management skill as well. Abs- yeah, right. Absolutely. So in the, in the long term. So like put in, and it actually put in sticks the, with them, put, put it in on the front end. Yes. It's interesting. Uh, so I told you guys all last week about uh, the process of opening up the Hotworks studio. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as a part of that, I've been doing things that I've never done in <laughs> in the workforce before, um, you know, and learning different tools and things like that. And in order to open one of these, you do you have to go through and learn these skills. There are certain manuals and books you need to read and videos you have to watch and tests you have to take. And, um, and some of it, you're, it's really tempting to just say, you know what? I think I'm just going to skip ahead to the test because I think I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then what's going to happen when I open my business and don't know how to, you know, get the software up and running yeah. or don't know it's how true. to set up the saunas or don't know how to input customer data, you know, things like this that are really important that I'm like, oh, I could probably kind of figure out the test and kind of worm my way through it. Um, but but it's sort of like that putting in the effort on the front end. Yeah, you got to... You got to think about it on the because I said so type stuff with your kids. When I think about it like that, you have to, you know, it's easy to go, well, I'm the parent. And I said so. But but if, until a kid wants to make a decision themselves for them, it's not going to stick. Like like if 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 they, you know, I didn't ever sneak out of the house. You know why? Because I was scared to death of wow. my dad. I knew when my dad, if my dad caught me sneaking out of that house. I did not want those repercussions. Well, that's a good parent-child relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, my dad and I have a great relationship and yeah. always have. But it was my, just you know, what it all led from those because my dad always said what he, he always did what he said he would do, you know, and, and I knew that that was something that I made a decision myself not to do. And a lot of times parents will say just that because I said so versus helping their kids understand the why. And so being scared of your decisions. dad isn't a good why, but maybe how about you have to be up early in the morning for school or you have to be up in early in the morning for sports or, you know, you have chores to do or something like that. Well, I didn't want to disobey my dad. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to, I didn't want, I, I didn't want to let him down. I didn't want to disobey him and let him down. I was scared to let him down. You know, that's, that's what it's more so but about. But what you're saying though, is that you think the onus should really be on the child though, to, to have an inherent wish to want to do better. Well, the parent has to work in order to get the kid to feel that way. Gotcha. My dad, by doing what he always said he would do and always being there for us as kids, right? And putting us in every situation possible made me not want to disobey him. Can I, can I jump in? Sorry, yes. I, I know you guys are both. 
do anything. I, I wanted to say my angle on this because this ties into what you guys were talking about. This mm -hmm. is actually kind of where I was going with it. You're right. There are there is a cornucopia of second shots on this one, but for me, this is a a, a nice reminder that ignorance is not always bliss, and not <laughs> to say that that these kids don't know any better, but honestly, they probably didn't know any better. Kids, like most children would assume, or teens, or however old these people are. Uh, would assume that your parents are probably doing what's best for you. And we have parents who are famous and have a bunch of money. You assume that, hey, I'm going to get into the college and you get into it and I'm on my way. Like, it's worth noting, even though we're not children anymore and we can't take the same direction of advice because we don't have parents giving it to us or giving us uh, these opportunities, that, like, sometimes when you think a situation is in control and you just assume that you'll be fine, like you're maybe worse off than if you had mm -hmm. gotten invested in the first place and yeah. said, you know what? No, I want to watch this and I want to track this and I want to make sure things are happening the way they should. And kids, they don't know any better, but the people listening to the show, odds are a little older than them. So maybe there's something right. we can get out of that. They did well, say that not a lot of the kids knew what happened. No, they, they didn't. That's and sad. that's really hard. And that's heartbreaking because um, that the book Growth Mindset that Heath references a lot is a lot about sort of people pushing themselves to achieve goals to prove to themselves that they can do it and that's what creates actual tangible confidence mm. and so sure. what just happened for these students is that was taken away from them and there's a possibility they who knows maybe they could have gotten into these schools on their own i mean i remember gosh that 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 entrance situation look i just went to a regular state school but that was still a robust process for me and involved a cheerleading tryout and involved you know i mean that's how you know i was able to get money for school and it involved um reapplying for scholarships and applying and reapplying and um it, it involved a lot of rejection letters yeah. too and those were things that were you have to dig deep and so if you're not getting the rejection letters and 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 digging deep and figuring out the next step well you're not getting the chance to build up that confidence and mm -hmm. that's what helped make have have you have the grit to get through your career because of that i yes, mean if exactly. those things if you wouldn't have had that happen you may not have had the grit tolerance built up would you agree Oh, oh, totally, completely. Yeah, because I'm a very sensitive person uh, naturally. That that you know, sort of like, not you know, I'm just a sensitive person. So yes, it took time to really develop that skill set. One more thing I do want to say about the students, and I really, um, I feel for them in a way. I do too. You know, in in so many ways. It's not their fault. But but one of them is this. So their parents did this it's now out their names have been revealed yep. and and they're now all being picked apart and who knows maybe they got into these schools and we're actually going to do really well mm -hmm. maybe you know what maybe because people are saying oh well if their parents you know fake the test scores how are they ever going to get through the rigorous standards of these high level schools well i don't know who knows maybe they were able to get through i mean um uh aunt becky's daughter has a really successful YouTube channel. Now, some people are going to say she's very snarky on that, and I would not disagree with that. But that's her brand, that's her style. <laughs> but she's been she's built a business for herself. The girl has a, a a robust business, and and she's talked trash about going to school. That wasn't her thing. But 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 what I'm saying is, now it's going to be even worse for her. I mean, this really did her a disservice. And now it's like, gosh, you nobody respects you. And and that's what is more so to take away from all this is that understanding that when it comes to employees or, or to your kids, you have to take the time to help them ask. The best way to help people come up with the answers themselves is to ask a lot of questions and help guide them to that. It takes more time to truly develop people to, to help them see the answers clearly themselves. But you're also going to set them up to have that grit that it's going to take in real life to get through it and you're going to do them a disservice as well as yourself if you keep giving the answers or keep giving 
um, everything to your kids or to your employees and not helping them grow and push their limits so that they can have the grit to get on to the next phase of life. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. He makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today's the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success, written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. I feel like we could have kept talking forever on the other topic if we didn't wrap that one up. We'd have been like, we'd have been... We'd had like an hour-long episode or something going on. I know. We try to keep them succinct for all of you guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I find it really, maybe it's the, the jet lag or something threw us off and we just feel like we'll just run however much time we want to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's, there's a world uh, where there's a second shot after show. One day, it'll happen. And yes. that'll be a run over where we just talk for another 20 minutes on <laughs> some know. topic we didn't have enough time to get to. But for I now... Know. Uh, we keep it succinct. That's right. Well, and this next one, I, I'd like Zach a lot because this was something else that you brought into the the table here, and you had a um, you had some specific kind of questions and thoughts around it, and I thought it was really good and kind of insightful to um, know, and I thought it'd be a great one to hit on. Thanks, Heath. Uh, yeah, here here's what it is. Uh, proposed bills would end daylight savings time in Texas. Uh, numerous bills have been filed to end daylight savings time over the years, but none have passed through the Texas legislature. Uh, Rep. Lyle Larson uh, argued that getting rid of daylight savings time would give Texans more time outside, giving them better sleeping schedule, which lead to happier Texans. Uh, we should acknowledge that in today's world that with the benefit of so many modern technological advancements, daylight savings time has long outlasted its purpose and the result is wildly unpopular with folks across the country. Uh, there have been a number of bills sent over the years. Uh, a couple states don't actually observe this, like Arizona and Hawaii. They, they don't do it at all. Uh, Texas would join them if this were to pass. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the angle at this. There's there's a lot there's a lot the government uh, of of our of our United States could be focusing on. There's a lot that the Texas government could be focusing on. It feels weird now that like i know it's topical it just happened right but it feels weird that daylight savings time is coming under fire when there's a lot of the a lot of other things happening that maybe we should be aligning our focus and not to say that our second shot is why don't we align our focus but this, the second shot here is this let's talk about sacrifice for a second let's talk about things we have to give up because what people are talking about is giving up daylight savings time but i mean in broader sense if i have something that that, that I, I i like doing a lot uh, that I don't want to stop doing, but ultimately it feels like it takes away from something in my life that I want to do that's more of a priority. I have to give that thing up. I have to, I have to sacrifice mm-hmm. one thing for something else. That's how it goes. It's an equivalent exchange. The question is, how do you give up something you really 
don't want to? How do you, how do you give up something that you genuinely like or maybe even love doing in, in, in sake of a greater thing further down the road? How do you prioritize that? How do you identify those things? And how do you say, this is what I need to do for me right now? Often this can just be a thing. This can be a relationship sometimes with somebody that you just, you got to get out of and you got to figure out your thing. Um, how do you sacrifice something you like? What, what do you have a, would you have a, like a kind of a specific, um, like example of, of something that is maybe that you love giving up for the greater of it all or something? I, I can throw you a super okay. easy one. Yeah. Um, I have recently gotten engaged. Thank you again. <laughs> yes. I appreciate it. Very we had excited. a big celebration yeah. on I'm second re- shot. Very, yeah. Big, big time. Uh, I had been saving before that to come up to buy a couple of pieces of equipment for some freelance work I'm looking to do. And I realized uh, I need to I need to put on a wedding. Weddings are pricey, so yep. maybe that thing I wanted to get for myself I should kick down the road a little bit because I need to prioritize for this wedding that I really want to do. But this is also something that's important to me. So how mm. do you find that spot where you go? You know what? Like th- th- this is my priority. This is my focus. This is what I need to do. And and this is this is the move I'm making. How do you give up that thing that you really want um, for something more? I would tell you that from my first thought on this, on like say that example for instance, sure. right? The way where my mind goes immediately is, um, I would set a goal probably to hurry up and get whatever needs to be saved for the wedding, and so that I can get to get my equipment faster. Or maybe I say I'm gonna save for my regular job, and maybe I pick up Uber and drive Uber at night, and say I'm gonna make you know, um, I'm gonna do Uber long enough to save up money to buy the equipment that I want and use that money for that and all my regular savings for the wedding. You know what I mean? Like, I would ultimately go to, like, something like, for me in that instance is I wouldn't want to give up either one of them. I may just do an extra task to try to make up that money difference to get it done faster Uh than than not. Um, You know, but in other senses, like, we're talking about the past, that there's been, like... um, like the uh, PlayStation that I sold at, at one time and stuff whenever it was taking up too much time because I knew it was taking me away from it, just getting rid of it, you know, something I like to do, but it wasn't as important as the greater good of things. Right. What are your thoughts, Jenny? So I think with something like that, that's when long-term planning and goal setting comes in because I hate to just think of, oh, I'm good. And I like I like Heath's example a lot. Um, I hate to think of, I think it can build resentment toward one thing. And since one of these things is your job and one of these things is your fiance, they're both really, really important. And you don't want to build up resentment to either one of them or about either project. So, you know, pick whichever. I don't think you can go wrong with which one you're going to get to first. I mean, the wedding obviously has a set date. um, But perhaps if you had the gear for the freelance equipment, you could be making more money to, uh, you know, save up for the wedding. That's the way my mind works. But pick whichever one it is and then set a deadline for your yourself so say you're six months out and um and say okay well all the money up until this six months is going to go toward the wedding and then i have a goal by you know may of 2020 then we're going to be getting the equipment and and like write it down have it in the calendar speak it out to everybody let your fiance know the plan let colleagues know the plan let potential clients know the plan um because when you set it in that way, you're not feeling sad about the thing you don't have yet or won't have for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes a year can feel like a really long time or however long it is, two years. I mean, I don't know what kind of equipment we're talking. Um, but I think that if you s- set it down and then figure out the strategy on we're going to take out this much from the paycheck each month to go toward this equipment and this much to the wedding, then there's a feeling 
there's almost like a feeling of it's already done. Like it's going to be paid for. It is going to happen. And I think that that type of mindset is really critical in terms of accomplishing your goals and not thinking of it as a someday thing, but thinking of it as a, this is going to happen. I'm working to make it happen. And by May of 2019, we're going to have it happen. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. The only, the only thing I, I, I get stuck on, and this is this thing that my mom says is a millennial thing that I do, which okay. I probably is. Tell uh, us. I, 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 I'm like a weird micromanager. I even get down to looking at like time spent freelancing as loss, right? I'm sacrificing time I could be hanging out with Christine or relaxing or sleeping to be ready for the next big day to try to work towards something else instead. Like it's... It's okay. Uh, yeah, I get I get real caught up in the weeds on stuff like that. But I think, I, I think that you're is right. a millennial thing. It's I agree. Very much and, so, but, yeah. but here's the thing: there's there, there's something to be said for that. I mean, there. Are, <laughs> I mean, people who have been working for you know 12, 16 hours a day are now going to their doctors, and their doctors are saying you're you're done yeah. if you don't quit this kind of behavior. Um, but also, you know, maybe it's a short term thing. Maybe it's like you know what, Christine and I have one night a week from here until the wedding, and I'm going to bust my behind. I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think it's very hard to achieve big goals without making any sacrifices yeah. in your life or your sleep or your your free time. And, you know, like right, like right now, I'm going through a, a very intense period of not, well, aside from going to Australia, but not hanging out with friends. Like right now, we're kind of Both prioritizing, of us, yeah. like, we, like we decided with... Um, all the we businesses. have an amazing nanny um, and she's, you know, her schedule is kind of all over the place. But we said, you know what? No more than once a week are we doing either a charity event or dinner with friends or, yep. or a date night or something like that because we have so much going on. And so that's a perfect example for a, this, actually, because we just did that. Term, yeah. We just did that. And to me, and we haven't set like a date on how long this will be, but I suspect this will be kind of until we get the hot work studio house up and running done, and our house done, you know, and then once we're we're kind of set in both of those projects well then we can open be a little bit more fluid with oh sure you know yeah we'll make time for this but right now brighton the house and the businesses are are our priority and it doesn't sadden me because i'm excited about those things um but that that's a perfect example zach because i you know I'm, i'm glad you brought that up because we did just do that i mean there was one night where i think i was just about to my wits end really mm-hmm. i've been busy work has been so busy and everything else has piled on and jenny has been as well so it's like neither one of us have been able to really like help each other out take the load that typically can be done because uh-huh. we're both slammed so like i said jenny i said i sat down i said look we've got a i think we have to um cut out, come the, to evening cut out stuff, the evening yeah. stuff for a while and have only one night a week so if, any, if we have anything on the calendar one night a week out of that we can't do anything else because we got to have our focus and make sure because we, we were ending up not being very present with our daughter when mm-hmm. we were with her mm-hmm. because we were like, oh, we're with our daughter for these two hours, but we were really still answering the phone on emails, doing those things. Mm-hmm. And or getting ready to go. And those and, and that our daughter is our number one priority, really. And so um, outside of, you know, our relationship. So we realized that and scaled that back. So that's like a perfect example. And I think that sometimes people get the, the idea of balance wrapped up, that it's a... Um, um, that it's a forever type thing where I think that there are there can be times I think it's okay that there's times that your balance is out of whack in your life like whether it's more work mm-hmm. than what you have in your relationship or it's more relationship than work um, I think that is okay I think as long as it's not a constant right I don't I don't think that it's okay to have um, very little focus on your personal life for 10 years straight I think that's going to struggle I think you need to 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 you can go go through those 
uh, skews of your life where your balance is out of whack. But as long as you realize it and get it back in, into into you know the the yeah. right spot. My, per, my my most successful rapid rising career years were the years that that I never went out. I didn't have a lot of friends, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like early on in broadcasting where they were saying, nope, no jobs for you. Nope, your voice is not good. Nope, not going to work. Okay, well, I know what I want. And so if that means I stay home and do my voice exercises, so be it. Well, in the last couple of years, we've been able to spend a lot of time exactly. with our friends outside of it all. Mm-hmm. And the other thing and now we did. Now we're kind of ramping back up career stuff. The other thing we did was we said it was just that one night a week where both of us were together doing something. Um that way, you know, with the bright thing. So, so there are times that, um, you know, maybe she's going to have dinner with her friends one night, but I'm at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I think that you really got to prioritize. And I always think that if, if when, when you're trying to do it, if that one thing you think you really love is not very clear to you to override the other, that it's really not, you don't love it as much as you really thought you did. Mm. Um, and, and I would say that you've got to look at it that at the time in your life. I think one of the things we all got to look at is that balance is something that can ebb and flow. And as long as you do the thing where you have enough self-awareness to catch yourself and say, I'm out of whack and I've been out of whack for way too long here. I need to dial this back like we just did. Or it's the opposite way. It's okay. You can be you need to, you you're gonna need to be out of out of balance from time to time. It's not a perfect balance week to week. It is a through through the spots of your life where your yeah. balance yeah. has to be. And I said, pay attention to that. Have the self awareness with it, and the sacrificing will. Um, you, you're going to know what to sacrifice, when to sacrifice it for the right thing. And, and Basically, we, Zach, you get no downtime from until you get married. <laughs> And your well, mom's hey, in agreement hey, with that's me. That's a sacrifice. I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at your calendar too, and just blot out the times. And maybe it's only two or three nights a week that you work on it. And blot those out so you have the other to have a better balance with it. But I think blotting that out and kind of making that happen is something that helps me stay on focus. Is whenever I put the times on the calendar that I'm going to do stuff, so that I don't look at my social media here. I go only these times I'm going to, or etc. And that helps keep me in in track when I have it on a calendar and it's like a system for me. So. Maybe we'll, we may talk a little bit more about that, but we're going to get some of this Australia stuff on this third segment of Second Shot coming right back. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code SECONDSHOT. Now listen, promo code SECONDSHOT, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code SECONDSHOT in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. So for those that didn't know, my um, the company I work, Colonial Life, um, you know, we, we, have, and we have quarterly incentive trips and annual incentive trips. It's, you know, working in the sales world and in the world we're in, incentive trips are great. And Colonial puts on some of the best you will ever see. I mean, this year the um, incentive trip was to Australia. 
which was really cool. We were in Sydney. It's all expenses paid for you and a guest, and it's they roll out the red carpet. It, it's just phenomenal. I mean, I've been everywhere from Rome um, to, you know, uh, Alaska, Hawaii. Bora Bora. We've been to Bora Bora. Maui. We've been to the Caymans. All on these incentive trips? Yes. All on these well, incentive Heath trips. Well, also... It does really well at his I, job. I was going to say, this sounds a little bit like a humble brag is what I'm hearing. Like, I do so well at my cool gig. Oh, but well, also, no, I mean, the company's also, awesome. I mean, I'm yeah. just like a proud wife of somebody at the company. No, I'm, no, you know. Yeah, but respect. here's what made it yeah. even better, you guys. So a couple of years ago, um, one of my best friends started working at the company. Yep. <laughs> and oh. at the beginning, I was like, okay, you know, tr- try this job. See what you see if, you know, see if you like it, blah, blah, blah. And, and maybe one year you should try to just like, just really knock it out and try to make it on this trip and she did and yep. so one of my best friends was there as well so that all of those pictures are on my instagram and Aww. um we just had the best time i'm so thankful for he working there yeah colonial for numerous reasons but the trip is fun it's you know you said something the other day uh last time we were doing a show you you were like you know i look at colonial life and i think if i didn't know how hard it is to, and how, how hard they work i'd totally be <laughs> yeah. i think i feel the same way i'm like man if i didn't know how hard he, he kills it every day exactly. i'd totally be all about that place what an organization yeah it's pretty great and, and just for and we're going to get some more into that but for the ones that are on third segment we like to take your listener email secondshotcast at gmail.com or Sometimes if people post stuff in the Second Shot Facebook group, um, whether it's their headlines or whether it's whatever we'll like to talk about it on this third segment, typically, we use it. We usually like it for a free-for-all kind of thing. Yes. Um, and I wanted to read this um, email. I mean, and, and I expect, can I, can I use their name when they put their name in the email and stuff? Um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I would just use a first name. Okay. So uh, Shane wrote to us, said, Heath and Jenny, your podcasts are really on point on so many levels. I just happened upon them the other day. I'm a firefighter in Charlotte, North Carolina. Met Jenny several years ago briefly in Indianapolis when I was there at the instructor's conference. And her personality was so captivating. When I started on Twitter, I found her and have followed you both through your marriage and blogs and now the podcast. Oh. What you both have is pretty special because being able to play off of each other is good, but actually wanting to be around each other um, well, that makes work special. Keep doing what you're doing, being yourselves, because in today's society, that is a commodity. Good luck and look forward to the continued podcast. Oh, my gosh. Thank this you, Shane. Just That's super thoughtful as well, dude. That is awesome. So thoughtful. Wow. Oh my gosh, this just made my life. And also, it's like, that's like one of the best compliments for people, you know, to know that we're real, that we, because we do, you know, tell whatever it is. We don't really. You know, we're pretty vulnerable with the stuff we put out there, and and not. I love that that um, that's appreciated. Yes, and also uh, a firefighter. So thank you for doing that. We all appreciate. Uh, you know, anybody who's in that type of career. So thank you for that. Man, shout out to Shane. So if nice you if you send us an email or you leave us a rating and review, as I always shame you on, we're gonna we'll bring it up. And so the next podcast, um, we'll get some ratings and reviews that people left. We'll go over as well. But we want to kind of get into Australia. We're in Sydney. Um, and they had uh, Australia has a. I, I'm certain. I feel like it's an Australian thing. They have this special kind of uh, um, stuff. Jack, you go to the camera on that. Um, yeah. yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, camera, but it's there. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, called Vegemite. Vegemite. Vegemite, and that and I had heard about it before going to Australia. There's like the stereotypical things you hear about, like "Good day, mate," and Vegemite, um, and koalas and kangaroos and things like that. Shrimp and it was funny Barbies. because I actually didn't find any until the very last. I think what my my friend who was on the trip that I had been talking about it the whole trip, like I want to try some Vegemite, and it had gotten terrible reviews from the people who had yes. tried it. Everyone was like, "It's so nasty," but of course, 
I'm like a win in Rome kind of person. You know, I want to try everything. And so, so she smuggled some back. I smuggled. Oh, shoot. Would that should have maybe should that have been declared? I don't know. Actually, it was in my checked luggage. Yeah, so it's I think fine. It, well, it's fine. I don't Who know. Yeah. But Ginny and Zach have some on there. They're gonna try it for the first time. Yes. So, so wait, it, is this like a? Is it supposed to be a jelly? Do people put this? They, they put it on their toast. They put right? it on toast, but we didn't have any toast in the studio. So, crackers. so I went to the cafe and got um. <laughs> so let's see, Zach's doing first? his on a baked uh, lay. Yes. Well, let's go at the same time. Mine's on veggie chip because Vegemite on veggie chip. Well, like. You know, separate so we can get the camera on you as you well, try because okay. uh, can't, camera can't be on both of you. I was going to say, I, I I think I can pull something off here. Give, give me a oh. second. Yeah, not to. Oh, does do we he have, have an email to read or something? I might be able to so so in Sydney, one of the coolest things I, I, I got to say, a lot of people told us kind of beforehand that like Australian people could be rude and stuff, but I got the total opposite. No, I, I agree. thought they were great, and they were like snarky in a way, but their the sense the of humor. humor was excellent. The, like we 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 don't usually do a ton of tours and things like that, but we did do two specific ones. One of them being to a wildlife preserve to see the animals, and which I always prefer to a, a traditional zoo. A preserve like that is nice, and then also to the Sydney Opera House. And the tour guides were hilarious and snarky and fun and funny and like chummy. I, I they were our very, mates. Their humor was great because they would poke fun at you and at them and yes. i didn't find it rude or anything like i really had an overall joy of the australian people i mm-hmm. guess you know what i mean like overall Same. that was great one thing i realized on the trip was that um they don't have a tipping society so like um their waiters or waitresses and service stuff they all make like you know an hourly wage yeah they make um, good money hourly. That, that, that's good money hourly versus where in our culture we do tips you know and I definitely saw a massive difference in service. Based, It had to be because of that mm. or something because service was very below. It was. Okay. I, I don't. You, it took it forever to get everything. I wouldn't everything. say that they were b- bad. Oh. They were super. Oh. They were still sweet. They you, were still cool. Um, but I wouldn't say maybe as knowledgeable as some of the servers that we deal with. But they you were know, in no hurry. And they were in no hurry. Well, that, that which resulted in me ordering three items at that one restaurant. Yeah, I ordered I mean, nachos and then tacos. Or wait, no, 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 chips and guac, and tacos and nachos. Because I was like so hungry by the time the first thing arrived, I just ordered more. You went the, to you went to Australia. And stop you it. Tex-Mex? Yep, I should is not have. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are true Texans. Um, so the beaches the beaches were beautiful. Yeah, so we, we went were to at Manly Bonga and we Bondi. Bon, Bondi. Yeah, and then we met uh, an Instagram influencer <gasps> on the plane. You guys. Um, oh my gosh! No I have to tell you guys about this. Yes, her. Let me find her handle. Um, All right, real quick, Heath. While yes. I'm doing that, I'm trying out this picture-in-picture thing. Okay, Kay. I think it works. I think I'm on. Yeah, I think I'm on screen. With I, don't okay, see, cool. I don't see anything. You don't. On my, no, okay. you, don't, you don't see that at all. I realize you're probably not gonna. I'm so sorry. That's fine. <laughs> so her name is Callie Burns, and she was the sweetest. She sat um, right next to her on some plane. She's super yeah, we sweet. were next to her on the plane for 15 hours, and so we made. She gave us all the advice on the places to go, and they were all really great. Um, wow. So anyway, okay, time for our Vegemite. It's time. Uh, are they up to where you can see I, it? I think it's time. And so right, if you're listening, y'all want to go to YouTube it. or Facebook and watch and see the faces as they try this. Vegemite. Okay. You, you want to show them what it looks like here? Like, just so I... One. It does not look great. Uh, yeah, it does not look it great. Will, if, if y'all see that right there. It's like, you, a, it's it like a black like tar. Yeah, it's it, like a black tar. It looks like a chocolate. And it is made <laughs> It's like tar. It looks Come like on. black tar. Don't do that. It does. So, it, it does... Oh, shoot. I don't think I can have it. It contains Wait, really? barley and wheat. Just kidding. I can have it. It's okay. fine. I was like, come um, on. No, don't make me do this alone. Okay. B vitamins for vitality. It's like yeast. Okay, right, ready? One, two, three, go. Mmm, beautiful faces. 
Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's not oh. good. Oh. oh no. Y'all have got to go and watch the like if y'all thought my face was funny on sushi, there this oh. is the best. Like I've never oh. seen Jenny eat potato chips the way she's eating them right now. Chug that water, girl. You got it. Go, go, you know, go. Hold on. Zach, are you loving it? Or, do first, you want the extra Zach leftovers? I got another one. I got uh. two chips. At I first, told you to take a chaser chip. Chaser you chip. You didn't tell me to take a chaser chip, oh. which I also have. At first, I, I thought that, like the flavor of the lay really hit it, you know? All, all that yeah. salt. And uh, no, 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 no. It, it came What does hard. it taste like? Well, it's going to be different because we're on different different flavored chips. But, uh, oh, man, what do you, where do you land it tastes this? a little moldy to me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tastes I'll a little moldy. moldy. Like, like that. Doesn't everybody want to go try? Maybe Vegemite should sponsor the show. Yeah, they're not going to sponsor the show. <laughs> However, maybe Tapatio will. Not, not with that attitude. They're not. That's for sure. <laughs> You're right. I should get more I, positive about it. Uh, I don't know that it would be a properly aligned sponsorship. If I can yeah, be that's honest. Yeah, It tastes like a very old, like m- musty beer See? kind yeah, of. This like is a wheat musty. or like a barley. Like it a, has barley in it. Nothing about all that sounds Old good. barley from the 1800s. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad you guys tried it. And my overall wrap-up of Australia was it was beautiful. The people were nice. The service was below poor to me. Uh, everything was awesome about the city, the place. The opera house was cool. The whole nine yards. The beaches were beautiful. But the travel there, the flight there, that amount of time was really tough on me. I For some reason... I was really jet lagged behind it all and I never got over that. Um, so unless there's something really specific, I don't know if I'll be making that trip again, but I will say Australia was great. It was beautiful. Has nothing to do with them as much as where, how far they yeah. are. <laughs> you guys need to move closer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You enjoyed it though as well, didn't you? Oh my gosh. Yes. It was, it was wonderful. I, I will be forever grateful for the opportunity to be able to go, honestly. Colonial Life did them, outdid themselves again. And, and if you're in the sales and looking for a sales career and you want to look how you can be involved, then email us and and maybe we got some openings in your area how about that so we'll wrap up this episode since we've had it super long and let jenny and zach really based in the taste of their <laughs> based in the taste what, what that's, a new heathism. To, that's a new heathism right based there. in the taste i'm gonna become a rapper too but where can they find you <laughs> oh that was terrible um instagram at jenny and chondo twitter jenny and chondo tv jenny and and you know i'm on facebook too and if you tag me and you are sharing a post about second shot I will repost you on Instagram, so hit me up. Take her up on the Instagram repost, guys. It's totally worth the price of admission. At Apple Zackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. I'll be hanging out over there. Come hang out, too. At Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the good stuff. And Jenny, then we're going to munch on these chips as we go on. I love you guys, and see you next time.